Hey, this is Simeon from uh, Monument City, fan of Everton. Welcome to the DU Football Show, and uh, Graham's going to have no kind of college fun left after this. Actually, quite the opposite. <laughs> I can't gamble it away, and I'm making more money than I did in December at the moment. Yeah, I know. Lucky boy uh, happens to uh, service uh, liquor stores right now. That's and right. Let's face it, it's a little busy for you. Oh my Just God. a touch. All right, so tonight's going to be nothing but uh, complete speculation. So with that being said, let's start the show. I was early and I suck. Hello and welcome to the Drunk United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. At least I hit the post on my fuck up. I'm Sam Houston and across the way from me is the Cheshire, uh, Cheshire cat <laughs> grinning Samuel Graham. Yeah. Uh, the Welcome to the Tin Cap episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our tin foil hats uh, we're going to put on and just... Figure out the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, pretty much just going to guess the entire time. That's yeah, all we're going to do is guess. For the guess. most part. Oh, um, how you doing, buddy? Not bad. Um, just a little nervous about this old 8 o'clock uh, shelter-in-place order here. I know. The purge horde's going to go off, and uh, we're going to have to get you off the streets. So. I did get lucky, though. Um, my company sent me a travel notice uh, to show any officers that may want to inquire about what I'm doing. Yep, not that uh, not that uh, um, I ever plan on using it, but I had received one of those as well from my company yeah. that says we're essential business, we are open, and we are servicing accounts. I'm going to write myself one. <laughs> so it says I'm allowed to go see my niece. Which I, I I'm do not. what I want. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, whatever. Well, I, I do what says, I want. I do what I want. Yeah. Love Mel. Yeah. Um, do you know who I am? <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> producer Mel. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I will probably see my top 10, 12 through every week and that'll be it. Everybody else is getting phone calls out of my 40 stores. Heard. So, um, we're recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. That's soon going to change as Sammy's going to have to start Skyping in because of this, uh, uh, shutter in place thing that just got, uh, put down on us today. Yep. And, uh, you can check or us shelter out. in place. Shelter well, in place. <laughs> um, you can check us out on all podcast platforms. Uh, please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and, uh, share with a friend. And by the way, we're not stopping fucking doing this. We're going to keep doing shows where yeah. we're... We, we actually added more content. If, if yeah, exactly with the new <laughs> with Zoom the new call. patio time. Um, yeah. and and frankly, it's you know, I mean, it, it's sanity relieving for us as well. So, 100%. um, should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. And trust me, we're going to need you to talk to us. We need <laughs> human interaction. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch with us? Uh, sure. We are at Do You Football Show on all the social medias. It's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and then Do You Football Show at Gmail dot com uh, to get in touch via email. Excellent. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sam, since it's going to be our last time together here for a little bit, I figured uh, let's do one more off the old top 20 list. What we got? That's it. So we have the uh, Brook Laddie uh, Bear Barley. Um, That is spelled, just so you know, B-R-U-I-C-H-L-A-D-D-I-C-H. Yeah. Pronounced Brook Laddie. So if you're looking oh. for it out in the store, that's how you would find it. It is the Bear Barley Black Tube. Um, uh, Bear Barley's written in white. Brook Laddie's written in gold. Uh, it's the 2010 uh, vintage. So it's an eight-year-old. It's actually bottled in uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, this one came in at uh, number 15 on Whiskey Advocate's Top 20 this year. It is an eight-year-old. Uh, as I said, running you between $95.99 and $110.99 on the shelf. Comes in at 100 proof. Uh, on the nose, you've got a little bit of salted almond and tropical fruit. Um, creamy mouthfeel with chocolate, pepper, citrus oil, pine sap, and chamomile on the palate. And a full round finish, even though I wrote rond. Oh, nicely. Yep. Nicely done. All right. Yes, dear. Yes. I have some breaking news. Okay, breaking news. I mean, it's not going to be like breaking, breaking tomorrow. Um, you were just saying about Hogan giving us a stay-at-home order. Ralph Northman, the governor of Virginia. Wow. Just ordered a stay-at-home order until June 10th. Wow. Ours is indefinite. 
Well, indefinite <laughs> means like it could end also anytime. Right. That would freak me out like that June 10th. Why yeah. not just say, you know, April 30th or just not give an end date? Oh, like, it's, it's a pretty easy answer. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. It, it's a pretty easy answer right now. We will reassess in two weeks. That's what it they said keep, two weeks ago. Fine. That's what you say this week. We will reassess I, I, in two weeks. I would rather have that because you always have hope. <laughs> right. What? What? Now what's going to happen? We are going to, we are going to continue this and we are going to reassess in those weeks. Yep. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. Yeah. Uh, the thing about hope, though, there's nothing more powerful or dangerous in human emotion than hope. I'm a Villa fan, so I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Anyway... Uh, after you wash your hands, fucking drink responsibly. Exactly. But I was going to say a little bit more about the whiskey. Oh, um, go ahead. I'm for sorry, my bad. For being in a, an Isla, most Isla have that overly peaty, very campfire thing. This has it, but it's not It's not like being hit upside the uh, head with a uh, campfire log. It's actually a really, really lovely whiskey. I don't get a lot of that iodine, yeah. you know, that we talk about sometimes with like the Freud and some of the other yeah, ones. The yeah, the big Band-Aid. Um, but... The other thing that's interesting, too, with uh, Brooklady too, is uh, their most popular one is a teal t- uh, canister yep. and a teal bottle, and it's actually an unpeated barley from Isla. From which, Isla, yeah, which is strange, Isla is just obviously. known for being... Uber peaty. Right. They kind of got mocked for it, right, like by the whiskey makers and, and the press. So then they came out with something called Octomore, which is like 150 phenols per measure. Like, just right. like... Lefroig is like 60 and they're just like no fuck you we're gonna triple it fuck you for saying fuck you for talking about us making a non-peated whiskey fine you wanna see a peated whiskey we'll give you a peated whiskey (laughs) we are going to give you all the peated whiskey (laughs) and it happens to be in a long cylindrical black tube I don't know what they're reading into it but I have a feeling what they're kind of saying yeah yeah, this is lovely. This is kind of like they do a bunch of fun, weird things like this one, where it's kind of like single estate, kind of single farm things, using grain from one individual farm. Not something you typically see in the world of Scotch because Scotch is always so big business. You know, one factory kind of you know peats all the barley and sends it off to all of the right. uh, yeah, yeah. distilleries throughout the country. So very interesting to see. I'm going to try not to fuck up the rest of the show like I murdered my complete intro okay. today. So, um, Sammy, for you, I'm going to try to do better. Let's have a good show. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Mel, you too. Push the buttons well. Yum. <laughs> All right. Today, we are going to live in the world of complete speculation. We are talking the bottom six and the relegation battle, and that is it. Typically, if you have 39 points, you are deemed, quote-unquote, safe. There are three teams that are in the bottom half of the table that are not to 39 points yet, but we are going to assume they are going to get there. That would be Everton, Newcastle, and Southampton. Southampton's at 34, and I think Everton's at 37. Newcastle's somewhere in the middle. But let's assume they're going to get to their points. Now, that's not to say they couldn't have a complete nosedive and be in trouble, but pretty safe assumption they won't. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at teams 15 through 20, and I actually have all of their games listed here, Sam, and we're going to do them team by team, and we're going to say they're going to win this one, they're going to lose this one, and we're going to go under the assumption that they'll be away, they'll be home. And also, of course, Sam, keep in mind that some of these games, if you're playing Burnley at home with four games left of the season and Burnley's already safe, how much will Burnley care about an away match? Right, absolutely. Right? How much will Spurs care about an away match? How much will Arsenal care about an away match? I mean, because that all depends on what it means for them for Champions League. But for the most part, this is where you start to see at the end of the season some head-scratching results where you go, how the fuck did like Norwich beat you know Everton again? Right. You're like, me, yeah. Can I, real quick, before we Please. start this, uh-huh. I did hear something funny. Okay, go ahead. Uh, with the season being null and void. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Which apparently is starting to get some legs. Oh, that'll make me get Where they just void the season, right? There are six people, especially, uh-huh. top half clubs, um, <coughs> for some reason not Sheffield United. They weren't named or implicated in it. But apparently, oh, there are... I heard the story, but go Six ahead. clubs that are like... Constantly in communication with UEFA, saying, "Hey, you're going to uphold City's 
Champions League ban, right? Right, right. That's City, still, they're City's still gonna out, be, right? They're still going to be banned, right? They're still going to be banned because leading the charge <laughs> is <laughs> yours truly, Arsenal Football Club. And the reason... Why would that be? Well, City said that we think we know who it is, and it's fucking Arsenal. The reason being is Arsenal finished in fifth last season, lest we forget, and uh, they would occupy that Champions League yep. spot. If the season uh, was null and void, suddenly you'd, void. Be, <laughs> you'd be in the Champions League. <laughs> We would be in the Champions League If you again. can't do it honestly, do it through the back door, yeah, right? I'm Sneak your way in. Do whatever it takes, my friend. <laughs> whatever the fuck it takes. You keep so, Obama Yang that way. Yeah, exactly. 100%. We, we have the potential to keep Obama Yang, and we would have money to spend because of the Champions League TV money from next season. All right. So um, remember, we're gonna. some of these are going to be teams are going to be playing each other. So like, if I say like Brighton playing, um, you know, um, West Ham, let's say that. Remember to look to West Ham and write in what your result is. Oh, there you mean too. I can't change it later on? And no, then... you can't change it later <laughs> on. So let's go ahead and start with Brighton sitting at 15th place with 29 points. Yep. Big thing to remember about Brighton. At this point, Brighton still has not won a game in this calendar year. Are we doing like scores? No, no, just win or loss. Okay. The other thing I, I took down just in case, I took down their current goal differential. Okay, perfect. Because that may come into play later. Okay. So I'll... I since I looked it up, Brighton has is sitting at a minus eight, by far the best goal differential out of these five teams. We'll discuss. Right. All right. So uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. Six teams we'll discuss. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Got it. Brighton versus Arsenal. I've already got um, Brighton losing that match, even yes. though it's at home. Yep. Um, uh, at Leicester, I have them losing that match. Me too. Uh, Man United at home. <sighs> I don't want to give them a win. But I feel like they're going to find points. Uh, you know what? I'm still going to say a loss. I just given the way that it's changed, um, given the way that things have changed with the arrival of Bruno Fernandes, I'm going to have to say that that's a loss as yeah. well. Yeah, I'm with you. You're going to have to say a loss. Yeah. Um, at Norwich. Now, that being said, I don't think any of these are going to be hefty losses. No, no, they'll all the way be close. Th- yeah. At Norwich, I'm going to go with a draw again. They haven't won. Why would they win on the road? Still having difficulty scoring if, goals. If this was yep. Norwich at home, if this was Norwich at home, I'd write down W. I'd but because it's Norwich on the road, I write down draw. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna tend to agree with you here. Uh, Liverpool uh, at home loss. Yep. Man City at home loss. loss. Yep. Um, Southampton at Southampton again. I'd like to give them a win because at this point, it's the third to last game. Southampton will not give a shit. They won't give a shit. But it's at, well, you know what? But also, Southampton has been the worst home team this entire season. That's true. I'm going to give them a draw, personally. I'm going to give them a W. I'm going to give them a W. Because they're going to turn around and then fuck up against Newcastle at home and have a draw. See, I have them winning that game. Okay. So we still have them on the same points at the moment. <laughs> and for the final game of the season at Burnley, here's here's what matters. If they are, we're going to assume, let's assume all six of these teams, their last game of the season, they're playing to stay up. So if they are playing to stay up, Burnley is already secure. I am going to go win at Burnley for the final game of the season because they desperately need it. I have them win uh, against Burnley as well, which means that's two, eight points. That would put them on 37 by my count. Yep. 37, which is worrisome because 39 is the magic number for the most part. That's not to say that it's the be-all, end-all, but that's typically the magic number. Uh, West Ham at home to Wolves. I have Wolves winning that game. Uh, Wolves beating West Ham. Mm Mm-hmm. I would tend to agree, especially after the rest that uh-huh. they've had. Uh, so a loss for West Ham. Um, at Spurs, I'm going to go draw. Why do I say draw? Because West Ham really hates Tottenham. They really have a after huge hatred. After the stadium debacle. Yeah, yeah, they have a huge hatred for them. And Tottenham, let's not forget, was having a fucking hard go of it. Everybody's hurt. Yep. Their two best goal scorers are hurt. They can't seem to do anything right. Like I'm going to go ahead and put draw on that one. Well, the other thing, though, <laughs> excuse me, they were supposed to be back by like 
With two weeks left in the season, maybe. Right. So now if this shit doesn't kick off till June... They could be healthy. They could be healthy. They could be healthy. In which case, I think they fuck right off, and we're going to go under the guise that the shit is what it is currently. Yeah. Draw for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chelsea at home. Uh, I, I think Chelsea has, for the most part, figured out what to do, especially seeing them in the flesh and the way they were, and I'm not trying to rub it in, I'm trying to be serious, uh, against you guys. Um, even though it's at West Ham, I think West Ham are shite at home. I I agree on all of that except for the following. West Ham likes to give us head scratchers. That's where we true. go, huh? And for a game they should absolutely positively lose, I am giving them a draw. Hmm. I'm going to pencil that in as a loss for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at Newcastle, a game they absolutely positively need to win, they are going to draw. Yeah, I, I would say a draw here as well. Because, again, Newcastle aren't going to really care. You know what I mean? Then, Burnley at home, in traditional West Ham fashion, they fuck off and lose. Yes. Correct. Because there's because there's no good reason why Burnley should beat them, none whatsoever, and Burnley will Burnley them at West Ham. At West Ham, <laughs> it's yeah. exactly what they'll just do to bugger. Yeah, yeah, just, just to just, bugger up their season. Just just to make all of our West Ham fans lose their fucking minds. Like, I mean, boys, uh, tweet us, tell us if we're wrong. But doesn't that seem like exactly the game you would fuck off for? Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, at Norwich, when. Um, yeah, I give them a win also because at this point you're only four games left in the season. I think Norwich already their their destiny has been sealed by that point. Yeah, and for sure. really don't fucking care. Um, Watford at home. I think this is where they know they can at this point they get three points and they know they're safe. They get those three points. I'm giving them a win for Watford at home. West Ham, you're giving the win. Yeah, West Ham gets the win. Um, I would tend to agree with you at home. Watford's been garbage on the road. Mm-hmm. At Manchester United, the way Man U's playing and Man U at that point is going to be really battling for a Champions League spot, I'm putting a loss. I have a loss there as well <laughs> against Man United at Old Trafford. Just again, Bruno Fernandes has made a massive difference to that team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he he gets them over the line in this one as well. And in the final game of the season for them, in a game that won't matter for them because they will already be safe, but in a game that will mean something for Villa, Villa gets a draw. I have Villa winning final day of the season because they'll need it to stay up. You think they'll need it to stay up? I think they'll be close at that point, but yeah. I'm going to say draw. So, All right, so I count like a point. I have them with two. I have them getting eight points also and being on 35. I have the, them the, getting the, 10 points oof. and being on 37. The other problem I see here, though, is that game against Villa, for instance. Villa, I think, will give us more of a shit than West Ham will. And West Ham, when things are on the line, West Ham are known for <laughs> choking, for fucking up. Uh-huh. That's the other reason I think Villa could get over the line there. Got it. All right, so let's move on to Watford. We have Watford at home to Leicester. Now, this is going to be Leicester. Their form was really shit other than beating the crap out of Villa. Jamie Vardy just came back. I think it's still Leicester. Leicester wins that. I match. still think Leicester wins that one as well. Even even though it's the Nigel Pearson, I want to get the, my old team at home, right? Kind of thing. One of those. One of those hard fought. Oh fuck, we lost two to one late kind yeah, of games. I could see because that. let's also face it. Watford this entire season has made it their job to lose leads. Mm-hmm. Um, at Burnley, I give them a loss. Burnley wins. Burnley really? pulls a Burnley. Ah, uh, see, I've got Watford winning that one. I, I again just simply because I don't think Burnley's <laughs> going to really give a shit. At that point, though, Burnley still has a shot at Europe, so I think Burnley kind of cares still at that point. All right. If this was in two more weeks, I would give you that. Okay. Um, Watford at home to Southampton. Um, 
God, I'm, I'm going to say draw simply because Southampton still has to give a shit at that point. They still got to pay attention. And it really, it's a battle of two teams that, like, I mean, ugh. Yeah, it's not going to be a fun one to watch. No. Um, I could Wa- agree with a draw, though, for me. Watford at Chelsea, big fat loss. Yep. Uh, Norwich at home, I'm giving them the W. Yeah, I got a win for them there. Because that well. is a they need to win game. Yeah, I got a win for them there as well. Um, here's the interesting one is um, um, Newcastle at home. I actually have a win in this one. Okay, gonna give them a win. I'm gonna go draw because I think at that point too, Newcastle will have sunk to a point where they gotta pay attention. And not get into trouble. It's possible. Um, and then against against West West Ham, we already said they're going to lose at West Ham. Yes. All right. And then, oh yeah, it's three straight losses for the end. They lose to Man City. They lose to Arsenal. Even though both of those games are at home. See, now I've got a loss to City. I think they'll draw Arsenal simply because we like to fuck shit up when we need to win. <laughs> and by okay. th- by then, we'll also have a decision as to what they're going to do for next season's Champions League. You know what I mean? If the season is null and void, right? If they decide to void the season, Arsenal's in the Champions League. If they decide not to void the season, I don't know that we'll pick up the requisite points we would need anyway to get into the Champions League. Got it. Regardless. All right. So um, I got eight points to Watford, putting them at 35 points. Three, six, nine, ten. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I actually have them at 11 points, putting them at 38. Putting them ahead of Brighton and West Ham for you then. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I just With Troy Deeney coming back, the way they started to play, I... I, I still think of I still think of the uh, leads they gave away. That's I know. That's what I I'm, can't help but, I, like... I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I mean, this is being... Oh yeah, I mean this is complete speculation. What's and this is be funny, also after a month's worth of rest. What, well, what's also funny is we're looking at this right, and and like for me, I've already kind of stated I thought the three teams that were going to go down were going to be uh, Norwich, Bournemouth, and um, uh, uh, fucking um, Watford. Right? I thought those were going to be the three going down. When we write this out, I could end up. I keep saying, oh, Villa and West Ham are going to be safe. After we write these out, for all I know. They'll be in the bottom two, for all I know. Well, and the other hard part is one result's <laughs> going to change all this, too. You have three teams on 27 points. Oh, yeah. The next one, which we're coming to now, Bournemouth. Yep. Um, but those three teams, you have one bad result in there, and somebody gets a win on a certain week you didn't expect. Like, say, for instance. And then it's swapped. West Ham's at Spurs. We both picked the draw. Right. What if West Ham sneaks it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what if Hurricane's not back? Right. Precisely. You know what I mean? What if the transfer window's already open? They already sold him. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> also, how are they going to handle that? It's still this season. Yeah. If the transfer window's open, but the season's going on, <laughs> they sell the player. Well, is he going to be eligible for another month since it's this season? Right, and then will that player even want to play because he doesn't want to risk injury for right. a team he's fucking leaving? Exactly. Or will he be allowed to play for the new club since it's yeah. still this season? Like how's that gonna work? I mean, we'll get we'll get to uh, more on him later, but let's say it's the world of like Jack Grealish getting sold. I could see a player like Jack Grealish busting his ass for Villa, and still going the, out, yeah. right till the bitter end. Injury be damned. But somebody like Harry Kane's just gotten signed to uh, you know fucking let's say City to be the new uh, Aguero, the new, yeah. in the new Aguero. He's gonna look at Mourinho and just go, yeah, fuck off, mate. Like I'm, I, I, I've got my millions waiting for me. I've been the company boy. I've gotten paid shit to stay yep. here. I'm now going to go be the superstar that I've been for the past five years and not been paid to fucking do well, it. Now, Daniel Levy's already come out and said we're not gonna sell, right? Which we already know that everyone has a fucking price. Oh yeah. So we'll see what happens, but. Yeah, it's still a concern. And the other thing, so say I, I get transferred. Any this is anybody Norwich, a team of Pookie. Some you got to imagine Brighton may pick him up. You know what I mean? Somebody a- along those lines that need a fucking goal scorer might pick him up. Yeah, right? Precisely. West Ham might try to buy him. The idea is what I'm what I'm thinking is is come June first when that transfer window opens. Right? If they say. Like if I decide I'm going to join another club, right? Because all of these fixtures were supposed to have taken place after the January January transfer window closed, 
and because it is still this past season, right? Am I still eligible as Timu Puki to play for Norwich for these set of games, even though I'm going? Right. Then you have what you're worried about. I'm not fucking playing because I'm not getting hurt. I want to play for the new team. Yeah. Right? Right. Then you have, um, all right, they're transferred out. Can they turn out for their new side? Even right. though these fixtures were supposed to be played without you in that new side, right? And then, and then you have, then you have players who are, well, I owe something to the club, and even though I'm moving on, let me go ahead and go out there and and give it my all. And God forbid you get hurt, right? Does then the club, like, let's say, does the transfer Arsenal fall apart? buys Grealish, right? right? And then he suddenly gets hurt, and then. Arsenal goes, no, fuck off. Yeah, I'm not giving you 45 million. No way. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'll give you 35 now. Like, suddenly he's cheaper. Like, yeah, you have to figure all of that out. I mean, that's it's going to be a fucking nightmare. It's going to be a shit show. All right, so back to the world of fantasy. Nothing better for us. (laughs) Uh, Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth first face Palace at home. I'm giving a big, fat loss to Bournemouth in that one. Even though it's at home. They have not been good at home this year. And one thing Palace has done very well is they've learned... How to figure out to get results. I'm going to give them a draw only because they're at home. Okay. Uh, at Wolves, I'm going to go with a loss for uh, Bournemouth here, even though this screams Wolves fuck it up. Yeah. But, but the Wolves are so dangerously close to making Champions League. They're right there in that fifth place fight. Right. And it seems like they figured out how to not, you know, lose the double to Huddersfield this season. They seem to have figured that out. We were talking about it with um, Paul on patio time on uh, Saturday night. Like, it seems like somehow it it helps that the league has been shit. But somehow, Wolves are in the quarterfinals of Europa. They're cruising along and they're looking at fucking Champions League in the league. Yep, and now they're going to be well-rested. <laughs> Which, with a small squad, it's helps huge. them it's big massive. time. Yeah, 100%. Um, so Bournemouth has Newcastle at home. I have a draw here. Yeah, I'm going to have to say a draw as well. Yep. Um, at Man United, loss. Um, big old loss. Yep. Spurs at home. Loss. I'm going to give them a W. Wow, all right. Because Bournemouth at the Vitality loves to give you a couple of head scratchers. This will be said head scratcher. Okay. Uh, the uh, This was, remember last year, they had the uh, kid playing keeper for them. And Tottenham was pounding them and pounding them and pounding them. And they got one counterattack goal, went up one nothing, And then, no, 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 it was still nil-nil. Then uh, everybody's favorite cleanest player ever, um, uh, song, human, human song, song uh, <laughs> gets gets the red card for retaliation, but clearly that was a confusion. He was he was simply trying to express his frustration, and the ref and the player that he kicked didn't understand that, you know. So, but um, and then uh, Bournemouth ended up. I think it was an Aki goal, like on a set piece, like right at the end of the game, scored on like a header. Could be. Wouldn't surprise me. That's why I'm going W there. All right. But then they turn around and play fa- face Leicester at home and lose. I got a loss there as well. And then they face Man City at, at Man City. At City. Loss. And lose. Loss. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have Southampton at home. This one, I want to give them a win. I think that's their lone win. Yeah, I'm going to give them a win there because... Southampton won't give a fuck by that point of time. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, though, their last game of the season is at Everton, and this is not a homer pick on my part. Because it's at home, it's the final game of the season, Carlo's not going to let his boys sleepwalk through that I game. think it's a loss for Bournemouth as well. Yeah. I, I just kind of feel like, you know, if if you were playing someone, like, it, it just... If you weren't playing a team that's got a new manager that's trying to fucking impress him, it's the final home game of the season. Like you would, I just for some reason, I I just feel like that's an Everton win. All right, so let's tally up the points. Uh, so I only have them picking uh, picking up five points, finishing on thirty two. I have them picking up seven points and finishing on thirty four. <coughs> All right, on to Villa now. Villa is going to have an extra game. Yep. 
And that first extra game is Sheffield United at home. I am going draw. I'm going win. Because. To be honest. They are going to fucking want it. I, I think they're going to want it. Absolutely. And I think Sheffield United, um, it's hard to say because they still keep coming up with shit. Well, did back when we had football. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I just had to get sad for a second. <laughs> they, I think. It'll be okay, uh, Sammy. Get, I, get sad next week when you're not in the same room as me. I know. Tell me about it. I uh, I think I think Villa's going to have enough here. I mean, they, they've got the fight. They've got the determination. It's just a matter of staying organized at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they get a win in that one. Chelsea at home. A loss. I go with not just a, a loss, a heartbreaking 2-1 to one. Right at the end of the fucking match, right kind of loss, death. like one of those just kick you in the nuts kind of loss, right? Because at the end of the day, Chelsea does happen to be a good team, but what? then they turn around and go to Newcastle, of which I say they get a draw, mm-hmm. a gutsy fuck you. We're not out of this yet. We're fighting. We're swinging. Kind of a draw. I have a draw as well in that um, game. Then they get Wolves at home. Loss. For me. I tend to agree. Again, another one of those heartbreaking two to ones. Yep. Now, but you will like what I have. You'll find something interesting because we're coming up on one in a second. They go to Liverpool. They lose. Uh, and they're lose just at Liverpool. Going to yep. lose at Liverpool. Agree. Despite the Bruno Fernandez bump, it's still managed by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. They beat Manchester United wow. at home. I have a draw for that game, but I, I'm with you along the same lines. That Norwegian gym teacher, with this much time off, I think all this tactical nous we're seeing yep. is going to fall right by the wayside uh, for this, this match in particular. Because Villa will play a good old-fashioned, ugly fucking slobberknocker of a match. That Slobberknocker? Will... Yeah. That's a new That's one. That's a Jim Ross word Using an old Jim Ross? WWE days. <laughs> yeah. Slobberknocker. It's a slobber... It's oh, a sh- my God! Stone cold. It's a slobberknocker! Stone cold! Stone cold. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Palace at home. W. I give them I a have win. A, I have a win there as well. Because yep. that is a game they know they have to win. Palace will already be safe and not giving two shits at all. Now, at Everton, remember how much I talked about Bournemouth, the last game of the season at Everton, how it's going to be that important of a game? The beauty for uh, Villa is they're getting them before it's the last season game. I'm giving before it's the last game of the season. Sorry. There we go. Hashtag day drinking. <laughs> I had one beer before we started the show. It is a bit Hashtag early. Hashtag stroke. <laughs> yes, yes. Or maybe your husband's just hyper aware of the fucking cough and the congested nose and hearing it through the mic and it's driving him fucking insane. Hashtag he got the Kenora virus. Kenora, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Mel, Mel was talking to me before and fucked up the words and it was funny. <laughs> Kenora. <laughs> it mutated ha- again. He's got Kenora 20. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag supportive wife. Hashtag good producer. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, honey. Well, when you got that new gig last year, I think she decided that uh, that old life insurance is more important. <laughs> it pains me. It pains me to say it. And I, it's going to suck taking the second shot. I am going with an Aston Villa win at Everton. I've got a Ooh. I've got a draw in that game. I've got a draw in that game. Villa at home to Arsenal. Loss, baby. I also have a loss in that one. And then we said draw for West Ham, and I think you said a win. I right? said a win, yeah. Three, six, nine, ten. Did you want to hear my 11, picks? Hold on one second. Twelve. Three, six, nine. Twelve points I've got there. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's getting tight. I've got 12 points as well. Mel, what do you have, uh, Villa, All right, going? so I put a lot of thought and time into this, and I think I'm being as fair as possible. Okay. Uh, win, 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 win. <laughs> All right. So, this is getting interesting because... Uh, hashtag day drinking. Sam, goal differential is definitely going to come into play on my uh, on my chart. So I thought mine was as well, but uh, as I have it here, 
Villa beats out West Ham by two points. Okay. Well, I, I've I've got three teams on thirty-seven, but I've got them all being safe. I've got Brighton, Villa, and Watford being safe. Yeah. All right. So let's do Norwich. No, what? Does it matter? Twenty-one yeah. points. Worst goal differential in the league. Can't win a fucking game to save their lives. We're still gonna. <laughs> Sam, we still have a show to do. Let's go. Oh, ahead. There might be a Notch fan <laughs> listening right. right now. Then why hasn't he fucking reached out to us? Yeah. Which we've asked for and pled for multiple times. Southampton at home, loss. loss. Everton at home, loss. Loss because Everton's gonna remember losing to them in uh, Everton. Uh, Norwich, uh, Man U at loss. home, loss. Arsenal at loss. Arsenal, loss. Uh, what did we say for Brighton? Draw. Um, I said draw. I said draw also because we said if it was going to be at Brighton, Brighton could get a win. Uh, Watford, what do we say for them against Watford? I think we said Watford win. I don't know what I did here. Yeah, I said, said Watford win. I, I said Watford win as well. West Ham, we said win for West Ham, I believe. Uh, West Ham, Norwich win, yep, yes. win. So. At Chelsea, that was a loss for Norwich, guaranteed. Yep, at Chelsea, even though uh, Chelsea does like to be beaten at home, like the kids, remember that. Burnley, do they sneak a draw? Uh, at that point, it's already over. I say no. I say a loss. Yeah, I'm with you. And then they lose to City. So I've got them getting one point. I have them getting one point and finishing on 22, which is why I wrote 21, arrow, doesn't matter, question mark, before we even started this section. All right, so write in your teams real quick and we'll see what we get. I and have... don't just scream them out. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and start with um, 20th place. I have a feeling we both have the same people at the same points. Norwich. Norwich at 22. 22 puntos. All right. So in 19th, I have Bournemouth at 34 points. What do you have? I have Bournemouth at 32 points. All right. In 18th place, I have Watford at 35 points. I have West Ham at 35 points. All right. Very good. Um, so 15th, 16th, and 17th for me all have 37 points. So I kind of fakely figured in, uh, a goal differential, but at 17th, I have Aston Villa at 37 points. In 17th, I have Brighton on a better <laughs> goal. Oh, 17th. Yeah. 17th. 17th. I'm sorry. We're going up. I have Villa. Villa. 37 points with the worst goal differential. Got it. Um, 16th, I have West Ham with 37 points and a slightly better goal differential. This is where you'll have Watford, right? No, this is where I have Brighton, ah. actually. So I have Brighton with a better goal differential, but only on 37 points than Villa. Both of them 37 points. Right. But um, Villa with the worst goal differential. So 17th, Villa, 16th, Brighton for me. Okay. And then 15th, then you have Watford? Watford, I have in 15th on 38 points. Okay, I have Brighton in 15th at 37. Uh, like I said, three teams at 37, but Brighton having the better goal differential because yep. they're all right now only, what, minus eight, you said? Brighton or minus eight, yeah. Yeah, so they're big, right big difference on each of those. So, all right. So, um, for me, I kind of, I've been saying I thought West Ham and Villa would figure out a way to get themselves out. So, by I mean, looking at the games, I think I so. I hope you guys are right. But uh, 538, uh, what is it, the soccer power index ratings? This is something we've been uh, doing on um, uh, injury, injury time, time each week when we do uh, our predictions. We've been going against this um, the numeric. The nerd algorithm. Yeah, the nerd algorithm. Uh, they have Notch going down at 94%. <laughs> Villa going down, a 71% chance of that happening. And Bournemouth going down, 51% chance of that happening. West Ham going down only is given a 31% chance. And Watford only has a 25% chance, I don't know according why. to the nerd numbers. I don't know why hmm. they feel so safe in, in, in Watford. I Okay, yes, I give it to you, Sam. Troy Deeney makes a difference. But Nigel Pearson has been managing this team for a while, has had his fingerprints on this team for a while. And what this team has done has, what was it, three out of four weeks in a row, lost leads in the second half to not just lose and be, I mean, not just have draws, but losses, lost all three points. Yeah, absolutely. And then the fourth of those three matches, they managed to draw. 
Like, something has to be said for just the inability to figure out how the fuck to get a fucking to close point the game out. When, yeah. when you have the lead. I mean, that's, absolutely. That, and I guess that's why I have them going down and why I picked the way I picked because it just, it, the, the smell test, it doesn't smell good. It smells wrong. I agree. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. That, like I said, right now, <coughs> Bournemouth, Watford, and West Ham are all on 27 points. Yeah. And then you have Brighton on 29, right? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, you get one bad result when another team has a head scratcher. Yeah. And now you're drug into it. Yeah. You know, you're... The only thing Brighton, for me, and obviously you you echo that, the only thing Brighton has for me is their goal differential is so superior. It's almost like having an extra point. Right. You know? And it's and it's amazing because they'll end up getting out of that out of the season. And I think I've got them winning two games and you have them winning one. Right. For the entire fucking year mm-hmm. of twenty twenty, they're gonna get out with one or two wins and somehow manage to not just stay up, but stay up kind of Safely, relatively comfortably. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Fucking insane. All right, so uh, that was a fun little exercise of utter and complete bullshit. Right. So once the league gets canceled, we'll burn these. But until <laughs> it does, we're going to hold on to them so we can read these results off at some point during the summer. Sammy, want to make it interesting? I I have my own thing to make it interesting. Okay. Well, I was going to say with this. Remember, we still got the Belarusian Premier League. Mate. Okay. No, no, no. I was going to say with, <laughs> with 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 this with this right here. Whichever one of us does better on all the games, because we pick wins, losses, draws, everything. We'll take all of these games, total them up. Whoever does better, thousand the other bucks. one. The other one does uh, two shots of Malort. Okay. Okay. Two I shots we of Malort. Thousand dollars for towards right. the betting. Very good. So two shots of Malort on see, the line for that one. Mel, see what's happening here. <laughs> See what's happening here? I see it. I see it. It's He's so far ahead in the regular betting. He's not going to wager a high. He's not going to no. wager what he's it up. It doesn't prove any, it doesn't give him any benefit whatsoever. Of course not. Yeah. Now, if these games are to go ahead in the summer with fans, without fans, behind closed doors in a World Cup camp, however they do it. Hell, who knows how many fucking games they may just go, we're going to play five, these five. You right. know? And that all depends on what fixtures are where and how that works but out. I when mean, it, when and if it happens, mm-hmm. odds will be out. We'll hopefully be able to bet, and we will bet them. Okay. Correct? Oh, oh, these games, yeah. I okay, mean, if that's good. if if one of those is our bet of the week, yeah, we we can't go different from what this says. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. We can't go different from what this says. Yeah, your this bets is, are locked in. This is separate. Well, no, no. I'm I'm talking I'm talking like if I'm gonna do a bet of the week. And I go, you know, when when the action's back on, and uh, for one of my bet of the weeks, so let's just say, fuck, I'm trying just to pick one on the first page. I don't think you're going to get to beholden. It, so. to let's say, what let's you say have. I say Brighton at Arsenal, and I go, oh, Brighton's going to win. Well, I already said a Brighton's going to lose here, so no. I, then that's like, different, though. You might have more information when you make your pick right, than what you enough. have today. And money's on the line. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, this is complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bullshit, but we are. We drink two shots of Malort on this as of right now as it stands. Well, all right. So good. So in the world of fantasy land, who knows fuck all. Um, I hope you enjoyed this fantasy football segment. All right. I can't believe I'm about to do this. Um, uh, Fuck. I didn't give you permission to unmute yet. Sorry. Muting. All right, Mel, go ahead and unmute. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to do this, but somebody's got some interesting storylines for us. Dude, have I have a drinking story for you. All right. Now, see what she did there? Yeah, see what I did there? I did. Uh, uh, now, Saturday night, mm-hmm. actually Saturday morning, about 11 a.m., one Mr. Captain Jack Grealish. Uh-oh, I think I saw something about this. Sent out a lovely little video urging everybody to stay at home and stay safe and adhere to the lockdown and, you know, generally stay put. Well, well, he didn't take his own advice. Apparently, Captain Jack went to a party at Ross McCormick's house. Nice. With uh, Tony Capilotti, is that how you pronounce that? Capilan, I think. Whatever. With Tony. I think it's more like Tony. I think he's Irish, though. So Northern Irish. Yeah. 
Tony Capilani's house. Uh, honestly, it could be fucking anything, to be honest uh, with a you. Couple of, a couple of seasoned veterans who aren't uh, currently under the employ of any club. They're both in their... Uh, <laughs> yeah. one, one's 33, one's like 36. So and they're, Jack uh, Grealish is 24. Uh, they, these are the... the you know what these are? These are his mentors. These, yes. you know, do you know exactly what this wow. is, Sam? I think both of them this did is, play for Villa at one point. This is when I call you during this little uh, lockdown thing, and I convince you to come out, and you get in trouble. Yes, that's right. exactly, that's exactly, what, exactly this is. what this is. Um, a neighbor said that the party started about four uh, four a.m. and was going all night. Unbearable. Wait, started at four a.m. That's what they said. Four a.m. party. I guess he was on New York time. I don't know. It was a 4 a.m. party. That's weird. Everyone's been describing it as a 4 a.m. party. Uh, going all night, the noise only stopped just after 8 a.m. when they heard the sound of a car crashing into other vehicles. Nice. Apparently, uh, Jack Grealish pulled his rover out from a parking spot across the street, backed into a parked van, then drove it forward and rammed the iron railing of a real estate company fence. He then drove down the street for about 200 yards, where he apparently sideswiped not one, but two Mercedes. At this point, he pulls over and is yelling at the motorists and the neighbors that are coming out that, ah, I'll pay for the damage. It's all right. <laughs> that sounds like a footballer right there. Bless, I, his, bless his little cotton socks. And Do you know who I am? I've got millions. I'll take care well, of all of it. The photograph that uh, front page of a lot of the English papers is calling him the Covidiot pictures him standing wearing one slipper and one slide. Tom Capaldi, I can't, Tom (laughs) Tony is holding the other slipper and the other slide. The person that took the picture described them pissed as farts. Pissed as farts. Um, as farts. But wasn't he also dressed up? Wasn't he like wearing like, well, I'm, like a I'm, hoodie? I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay. See, uh, this is not the first time Mr. Jack Grealish has gotten in trouble with substances. Apparently in 2015, he was caught on video inhaling nitrous oxide. Yep, in a nightclub. I remember that. Yep, he was 19 at the time. Doing whippets. Later that year, he was uh, photographed passed out in a street on a Spanish island. Uh, with a bottle of whiskey next to him. Sounds like a guy that would get along great with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be honest. Now, here is a little interesting thing that I did some research on. See, I looked at that picture of Jack, drunk, confused, with one slipper and one slide, and I noticed his sweatshirt. Okay. So this is the kind of reporting you guys get from producer Mel that they're missing out on Fox Sports and ESPN, because he was wearing a $1,200 Gavinci sweatshirt. Gavinci? Gavinci. Never heard of that. Gavinci Paris. Not hmm. surprised. So oh. look at some <laughs> look at somebody's balls have dropped, apparently. Jesus well, I know Christ. fashion. So I did a little dig. I know fashion. Um here is an interesting Got some like, pictures from a cruise you were on that say you don't. Oh damn. That's cruising. <laughs> I was a little drunk, okay? <laughs> So was Jack. I make bad choices when so I'm drunk. So was Jack. Well, he made good choices here. So <laughs> when he did his Instagram video telling everybody to stay home, he was wearing a $270 uh, Palm Angels t-shirt. Okay. When he got drunk and uh, crashed all the cars, he was wearing a $1,200 Gavinci sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Well, today he did an apology on Instagram, and I guess he tried to humble himself because he was only wearing... An $80 Carl Lagerford hat. <laughs> and that was it. So he did it topless. No, he had a t shirt. I couldn't oh. see the brand of the t shirt. So I, the t shirt might have been worth a lot more, but I could just. Let's get the, the ladies on my side while I, I do this see apology. The hat. <laughs> just do it topless. Uh, on if he wanted to get the ladies on his side, he'd have that. He wouldn't have a hat on. He'd have that that hair fucking going. That Peaky right? Blinders fucking hair out. Yeah. But less than. Uh, it was exactly 21 hours from when he told everyone to stay home. He was photographed. On the streets, pissed as fart drunk. I was kind of hoping he would be that he would have done that video in the hoodie, and it was he did it in the hoodie at his friend's house. Yeah. He was like, Oh, mates, I gotta do something for all the fans, you know, let me do this real quick. And then he got pissed. <laughs> it was still drunk, yeah. Oh my god, that'd have been funny. Um, so that is the tale of uh, 
Captain Jack Grealish. Oh my um, God. I think it's funny that he had on a slide and a uh, slipper. Yeah, yeah, what's the deal with that? Well, it, he obviously stole one shoe of someone else's. Well, no, he would have come with his, but his boy. Buddy had his the boy other one. was holding the no, other but two. That, but that's what I'm saying. So he, why would he bring two pairs of sh- oh, he stole comfortable someone's. shoes, right? So he stole <laughs> either a slipper or a slide from whoever from Ross McCormick's house, right? And then put on his own. I'm assuming other from, one. I'm assuming he stole and it from left. Tony because Tony had the other two. Unless the Tony was chasing after him. So like. Because Tony was at the party. He wasn't in the car with him. Right. So they're all listening and hearing this. So he could have been coming out and like, mate, you've got, you know. You've got my slipper. (laughs) Yeah, here's your other slide, asshole. I'm going to say um, because he's a footballer, he showed up in slippers. That he yeah, showed up in and his house he, shoes. So he stole slide. He stole a Tony's, slide. To, stole <laughs> Tony slide. And Tony was coming out being like, come on, brother. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Take Not- your house shoe. Give me my fucking slide. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm at the end of my career. I might want my slide and might need my slide. I could give a call about your expensive and ass by house By the way, shoe. he yeah. was definitely wearing socks with both. Ah, brilliant. And... You know you're from PG County when you call them house shoes. Yeah, they house shoes. <laughs> Ain't slippers. They house shoes. And now it's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. Sammy, how'd your uh, Belarusian game I go? Lost. You uh, lost. Breast beat Slutsk. Oh. <laughs> One nil. Yeah. Man, that sucks. We had a uh, very hard time uh, uh, explaining to the gentleman we'll get to in a moment um, about... Belarus, the Belarusian League being Belarus. He uh, hopped up on a little bit of boxed wine and uh, kept going, where's Belarusia? We're like, it's not Belarusia, it's Belarus. It's Belarus, man. He's like, no, 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 but for real, where's Belarusia? <laughs> Let me pour myself <laughs> another glass of this fine-ass boxed wine. They're drinking <laughs> a thing of like Black Box Merlot or something. <laughs> Fucking oh, brilliant. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, good news is, is he lost his bet to me because uh, he went with very good, and he realized that perhaps he should have just gone with very. Because as I pointed out, the Cheeto likes to change his stance on a word. He'll start saying very good. He'll notice midway through his speech that he's saying very good and change it to another word, which was very important. So now, between very good and very important, the sixty-five probably would have went over, but, but. Pat said very good, and if he would have just stuck with the word very, the 65 and the over would have been safe. So, Pat, you owe me a crisp, clean, brand new $5 bill, my good friend. Maybe take it out of a stimulus check. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know what else I've noticed? Uh, and actually, this is an improvement from old Trumpo. Um, noticing something mid-press conference and then changing it up so he doesn't repeat himself. Uh, well done. Yeah. I'm impressed by that, actually. Now, before the press conference starts, if you could just look at, like, facts and stuff, that'd be great. Yeah. And then only say those things. That'd be wonderful. All right. Well, uh, very good, wonderful. Good very news important, is... Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Hugely good. <laughs> if you could just look at facts, that'd be great. Um, more importantly, or very importantly... Mm-hmm. um. Someone has uh, decided to go ahead because he is a degenerate and email us again. Ooh, is he doubling down? Let's see. <laughs> and now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week, titled "We've Got Action." <laughs> uh, I assume he found the Belarusian Premier League on the map. wait for it uh the most popular sport in the world right now is the vashahia league uh don't ask me how to pronounce it pat that would be the belarusian league um it would or where it even plays (laughs) dot 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 russia a question mark pat for the 19,000th time it's in belarus (laughs) i also learned another fun fact today Alexander Kleb, yeah, the Belarusian player, which means he's from Belarus. Mm-hmm. His wife uh, is the lead singer, I believe, of a pop band called Topless. Topless that, that comes out of Belarus. Fabulous. Yeah, just fun fact. We are I mean, full of fun, fun facts. Yep. All right. So this Friday we have Torpedo Zodina versus 
uh, uh, Domino Minsk, which is who... Lo- oh, motherfucker, I had Minsk. Yeah, that Minsk who uh, screwed up your bet. I something else, I know. No, I didn't bet on Minsk. Uh, you bet... Yeah, you bet for them. Oh, no, you didn't bet for No, the game. I you bet, bet for Brest. Oh, very good. Dinamo Brest yep. against Slutsk, remember? <laughs> Let me yeah, see what Slutsk that's right. doing. Breast against Slutsk. I might change my um, bet. So uh, no <laughs> idea about anything, so I'll just take the over two goals at minus 125. I'll risk 94 to win 75. That's right. Who cares? It looks like I can follow it on my phone, and I think I will be hu- at home for it for 1 p.m. our time. But I got to bet. It won't be 1 p.m. our time, will it? They're no. playing at 7 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, it'll the, be like the, bell, the game that I bet last weekend. Excuse me, uh, kicked off at fucking six a.m. <laughs> our time. Look, he doesn't even know where the fuck the country is. So how the fuck do we expect him to know the time code? Right? Hashtag Trump. Double down on boxed <laughs> wine. That's a solid investment. You know what? Whatever boxed wine company Pat's drinking, I'm going to go ahead and put money into that stock. Um, <laughs> yeah. He said, talk to us on Saturday when we do porch time again. There we go. Which will be fabulous. All right. So uh, I found Slutsk. Uh, they are a way to FC Islach or Islach. <laughs> okay. However you, you say it in Russian or Belarusian or Bella's in <laughs> wherever the fuck this place is just kidding i know admin on is. the fly admin on the fly it's uh kind of northeast of poland oh is where good. it is thank you very much it's all fallen right. in and out of russian control since the time of alexander the great all right well are you gonna hurry up and tell us your fucking bet i just want you to know that i have a big brain real brain not your brain nah um, I, I have S- FC Slutsk uh, <laughs> winning this one at plus 330, okay, uh, over FC Islach. All right. That's all? That's it. That's, That's it. That's all I'm doing. Simple. Because I literally know fuck all about any of this. All right. So And this one kicks off at 11 a.m. on April 5th. So I don't know what he's talking about. Mint's game is at noon on Saturday. Okay. Friday. Noon on Friday. Okay. Very good. So. That was a pretty mediocre segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Very mediocre segment. We have resorted to talking about the Belarusian Premier League. But we give you more. We give you Kitty the Chicken. <laughs> Quick note. Follow our fucking social medias. Kitty makes a brief appearance today. Yes, well, because you're recording early and she wasn't already in bed. So um, I would just like to say there is no bet from Kitty this no, week. No bet from Kitty. But it's very important to note, and I would uh, really like it if everybody would, uh, on our DU football show, uh, DUFC um, page, Drunkard United page, yeah, that page. Uh, the main show page. On, on Wednesday, please... Which, my beloved chicken, Kitty, a happy birthday. You know, it's also uh, Gertrude and Henrietta's birthday. Don't care. It's only Kitty's birthday. Now, I did. I, I spoke to Kitty when you brought her in for a moment. I know. She was hanging and out. And I tried to get out of her a bet for the, the Belarusian Premier League. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't and, have one. Well, her level of, as, as traveled and as cultured as she yeah. is, um, she also did not know where Belarus was. Huh. And responded with, I don't fuck with Putin. Oh, well, and I was like, well, sense. that's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's He's not from there. That's not yeah, it. Yeah. You're not doing it right. And that she was sounds, like, I don't fucking care. Fuck Putin. That sounds like Kitty. That does sound yeah. like Kitty. You need to wear a shirt when you ride a horse. And I was like, no, that's not. it's not the same thing. So needless to say, happy first birthday yep. to Kitty and the other two chickens. Kitty, uh, over the weekend, she was power watching the uh, Tiger documentary. Good. She agrees. As she should. Carol killed her husband. Carol definitely killed her fucking husband. We haven't played and we ain't going to be playing for a while. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. <laughs> so instead, uh, this is now our new email section. Instead of just um, putting it in kind of where it fits. All right. Go ahead. I'm Give just me- going to. This uh, that's fine by me. New email section. Make it here. Uh, I just gotta find it first because uh, I I decided that right as I told you. Well prepared, um, Instagram. Well yep. prepared. Well, see, this is <laughs> I just make impulsive decisions. Uh, so uh, question for your podcast. This is from Jeet, uh, member of the Charm City Gooners. Yep. Um, good lad that as well. 
Uh, question for your podcast. What are your thoughts on Liverpool not winning the league? <laughs> if the league is canceled, as it has a domino effect for relegation and promotion, are you in favor of that? So two, two little questions there. First, Liverpool not winning the league would be glorious. Oh my god, it would be so fucking funny. Contrary to popular oh, it'd be belief, so funny. Contrary to popular belief, I only talk Liverpool up to get under your skin. Oh, I know that um, because you're an Everton supporter, so I have to. Um, I don't care for Liverpool either, um, and re- as you don't particularly care for Spurs. Oh, I don't. But you like, take up the Spurs like mantle just to piss me the fuck off. Right, I don't like. Spurs because of the whole fucking son thing. Absolutely. Who is a national treasure and um, tots, For two and, uh, tots and prayers goes out to him during tots this COVID. And, tots and prayers. <laughs> during this COVID. During this COVID crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do we, I mean, it, it is starting to get some legs, the idea that there may not be, that they may just suspend the league. Yeah, it's possible. I, I, I still think that there's too much money involved. They're going to have to fucking play. Because if you decide to suspend the season, then TV contracts come back and go, okay, give us back money. Right. And then people who are employed by the club go, well, I don't fucking care. I'm signed to a contract where I work this many games. You didn't give me this many games. It does not mean that you still should not pay me this much Correct, because they're contract. I, yeah. I just... I, I, they are going to exhaust every single effort in every single scenario to make sure that this season, in some way, shape, or form, gets completed. Well, and that, and that's why, like Miguel Delaney, the guy that we talked about earlier from the uh, from the Independent, the chief football writer for the Independent, he normally he, he's a respected journalist. I mean, he normally yeah. doesn't talk shit. Apparently, they need to have fourteen clubs on board with this to make it like a. This is what the Premier League's doing. If they're going to do it, the Championship has to do it. If they're going to do it. League, League one, one has, has to, to do, do it, it if they're going to do it, or yeah, I don't know how you could say, "Hey, the you guys, five will sign up easily." Well, I don't, right? I don't know how you're going to say, "You guys are the league winners, but we're still going to have, but we're not going to have relegation." If you're going to finish the season, the season needs to finish, right? If the season doesn't finish, then you can't award. They haven't mathematically won it, so you can't give them the title. And then if there's these two separate, quote-unquote, World Cup camps, one in the Midlands, one in the in London, London area, area. Yeah. Um, okay, that's not hard for a, you know, for, for, for a fucking Premier League team to do because they have millions. Right, but a League Two team, you're fucked. By the way, the, mathematically? The, it will literally destroy them financially to have yeah. to pay that kind of money Absolutely. to have their players play in those areas. 100%. Liverpool has set 99% chance to win the league. The only team mathematically that could beat them is Man City, and they have less than 1% chance but there's still a but chance. But you're saying I got a chance? I was going to say, I would have <laughs> thought I would have thought old Corona had a bigger percent chance than uh, City to win. Right. Oh, um, all right. Well, no, that it's Kenora. Said, yeah, I heard. Um, <laughs> it's Kenora. Yeah, so um, I would love that to happen. It would be so fucking funny. I mean, it would just be brilliant. It would be absolutely brilliant. Can you pass me the whiskey, but, please? But, but it's not going to happen. They're going to figure out a way to get this league done. So, uh, Sammy, any parting words? I do. Uh, two things on opposite ends of the spectrum for me. Um, the first in which is going to be on a happy note. And then like usual, I'll leave you on a sad one. Number one, sign up for our Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com backslash do football show, uh, mm-hmm. as you'll get all of our extra content, um, which is, uh, the sound check. And then you'll have injury time, which we're about to record, which will, since we have nothing to really predict, it's normally a preview of the upcoming weekend is now going to be a uh, review of Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty much the two of us fucking off for an hour because uh, yeah. we three just go us. for an hour. Three of us. Oh yeah, she doesn't have a mute button three either. Yeah, yeah, she's she's talking too. So sometimes as like 2 weeks ago we got 2 hours deep uh, into right. that show. So so I want to go ahead and remind you of how this works, okay? Talent <laughs> production. So even if you don't have a mute button, remember who's the king here, baby. Remember who's the I'm king. I'm supposed to be leaving here right now. So. Okay, so let's uh, get this done. Oh, uh, and then lastly, I did want to um, mention a very good friend of mine passed away uh, this past week. Um, listener and supporter of our listen, program. Listen to the show, uh, supported the show, liked all the social medias, interacted on the social medias, like unlike a lot of you cunts. Was a member of the um, DU Football Club. Yep. And... Uh, and he uh, passed away on Wednesday. Um, 
complications due to pneumonia, actually. His coronavirus test came back negative. Uh, so I want to raise one real quick uh, to my boy Paul. Um, rest in peace, my friend. Uh, we will do everything we can to take care of your family. We love you. We miss you. Uh, and you'll you know, forever be in our hearts. Thank you, Paul, for all your support, brother. And thank you for being a mentor to my good friend, Sam. All right. All right, boys and girls. Uh, next up is injury time. It's We've already Tiger King recap. Show. We told you all the uh, fuck off <laughs> we're gonna do, but more importantly, um, Mel is gonna leave you with a little uh, public service announcement from us to you. Enjoy. Wash your fucking hands. Thank you to Chris Franklin for these lyrics. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the fuck at home. And if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate and stay the fuck at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the fuck at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home, but I feel fine. I don't feel sick I'll go out on my own How thick are you, you selfish prick Please just stay the fuck at home From L.A. through to Berlin, from Wuhan to to Rome There's people dying every day, so stay the fuck at home If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone We've got the fucking internet, so stay the fuck at home the only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Please help the world get back on track and stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. Don't you be a fucking dick. Please stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. <laughs>